0: I'm Emma, and this is the Creative Edition. Our mission is to inspire creatives to discover, grow, and own their brand. Today, I'm reflecting on the last nine months of pregnancy and content creation. I had no idea how life was going to unfold when I found out I was pregnant last fall. And now, as I'm in the last weeks of pregnancy, as I'm recording this, I am reflecting on everything that I've learned. So if you are creative, a content creator, an entrepreneur who is interested and wants to have kids someday, this episode is for you. I am sharing a few lessons I've learned over the last nine months. But before we get started, let's do our question of the day. And the question of the day is, what's something I did not expect in the third trimester? All right, friends. And so I am probably on maternity leave if you are listening to this podcast episode. I'm currently in my last few weeks of pregnancy. And so I am deep into the third trimester of pregnancy, feeling very reflective and also feeling like I need to like make sure that everything's like lined up for the podcast while I'm on mat leave. And so I feel like one of the things that I like wasn't expecting kind of like late into my third trimester um and I'll just kind of speak open and like candidly about this is that like the comments that people were like you're overprepared. And I was like, "Okay, I don't know if I feel over prepared especially as like we're building up into the anticipation that this baby is coming soon and so for context friends i feel like i'm like one of those people where i feel better when i know what to expect and so i've not been pregnant before prior you know to this um and so i feel like i've taken like the last 9 months to like be as prepared as possible and for me preparation means like increasing my knowledge about you know, what it's what it's like to be pregnant, like stages of a baby, taking classes. And so for example, like um, Brandon and I signed up for a childbirth and labor class, and we also signed up for a breastfeeding class. I never thought I would do those two things, but I'm so glad I did. On top of that, I've also been reading books because I'm like a, that's my preferred way of learning. And I feel like that's why I did like really, like, that's why I loved school because I like love to read. That's just how I learn and like taking you information. And like from family members, when I share this with them, they're literally like, you're overprepared. And I'm like, I don't really feel overprepared. Like, is that, is there such thing like to be too prepared for a baby? Um, I'm not sure. And so, Yeah, if you have ever experienced comments like this, you know, from family members, especially as you're entering like a new life stage, like pregnancy or having a baby, know that you're like not alone. And then also know that like you need to do what you need to do to feel secure, stable, and like ready for the next chapter. I mean, that being said, there's still a lot more that I feel like I could have done and learned about. But at this point, like I feel like the classes and the books have helped me, just like know, like have a better understanding of like what to expect next. And so, yeah, those that's just like one thing I was not expecting in my third trimester for family members to make that comment. But again, just trying to remind myself that like this is just like how I prepare for the next step of my life. Okay, friends, so let's jump into it. Just wanted to share like four lessons I've learned balancing pregnancy with content creation because now like, again, I've had like nine months to experience this and also try to balance it, you know, with the podcast, with posting on Instagram, with brand campaigns. And so, lesson number 1, friends, is you're going to have less energy than you think. Again, I have said this on the podcast before. I thought I was going to live my regular Decler content creator life the the full 9 months. Like I don't I had I did not think that my energy was going to be affected. I did not think my focus. I just I just thought I was going to like continue Full steam ahead, one hundred ten percent all day, all night, creating content, shooting all the time. And that has not not been the case. The first trimester, so last fall and going into winter was an actual shock to my system. I had no idea how bad the pregnancy fatigue was going to be. I mean, I literally was like laying in bed in the middle of the day. and I'm one, I am not one of those people. Like I literally am like trying to be productive all hours of the day, all day every day. And so when the pregnancy fatigue hit, and I just did not have the energy to like create new content or I was I like I couldn't believe it. Like the brand campaigns I lined up in October for Q4 were the only ones that I completed and I said no to everything else because I just was so so exhausted. So, um maybe you will not have this experience, but maybe you will. Just be aware now that you probably are going to have less energy than you think. Um, Two of my, two of my friends right now are in their first trimester and they're literally like, and I I told them about this. They're like, oh my gosh, I, I can barely do the bare minimum. And so I think it's like more common um, than we think. And then with my other friends who have been pregnant, when I shared this, they were like, yeah, I was so exhausted. I was like, wait, why didn't you guys tell me that you were going to be so tired? I feel like I would have like felt less guilty. (laughs) if I had known that like this was really common. Your energy does come back in the second trimester. That's what a lot of women say. And I will say that was like my experience. I was so relieved when my energy came back in my second trimester. But now, you know, in my ninth month of pregnancy, my energy is starting to come back down um, just because, you know, the baby's growing. I'm getting ready for labor and delivery um, just like in kind of in my final weeks. And so I do have less energy in my third. Lesson number two friends is pregnancy is a lot of work. Um, Again, I just thought I was going to like live my normal life, have the baby, you know, at nine months and then like, then it would be a lot of work. Um, Very naive of me, but that's okay. It's my first time being pregnant. So that's why we're sharing these lessons. I was not anticipating the number of appointments um, (laughs) that we're going to take place um, because again, it's just something I've not done before. And also this is like not something I've talked about with my girlfriends. I wish, like, I wish I like asked these questions. Like, I mean, but I guess I didn't even know like to ask these things. And so with pregnancy, typically you go in every four weeks. I started going to pelvic floor physical therapy. So I was going every week, if not every other week, which was incredibly helpful. I am so grateful that I've been doing pelvic floor physical therapy because we, I learned so much about my pelvic floor. I learned so much about how to drop your pelvic floor, like how to exhale and how to breathe and how to do that, which is pretty critical for birth. I don't think, I did not know like how important that was. Um, And I'll be able to like, let you guys know, you know, how it is like post labor and delivery, but with seeing a physical therapist throughout my pregnancy, I was able to work like other pregnancy pains and like learn how to still engage my core without doing crunches. Cause I didn't even know like you could continue to like work your core and like other muscles around there to like help stabilize your body as your belly is growing. I literally learned so much. And so, um, those, one of the appointments that I feel like added on. And then in my last, you know, trimester, Um, my last bit of pregnancy, um, I started going every other week and now I'm at appointments weekly. Um, yeah. And appointments can last for me the shortest two hours, the longest three. Um, there's a lot of monitoring that's going on. I'm not quite ready to like talk about like what's happened during my pregnancy in that per se. I have had a relatively healthy pregnancy, but I've needed extra monitoring. Um, so yeah, some people, like some of my friends were like, well, my friend was like, oh, I just... I would have like 10 minute appointments. And I was like, I have never had a 10 minute appointment in my life because in general, like my OBGYN, like that clinic is so busy. Sometimes I'll wait like 30 minutes, 45 minutes just to see my provider if they're running behind. And I think it's just because like they are at capacity, like at my current clinic, you cannot see an OBGYN unless you're pregnant. Like if you're calling to just like have an OB you know, for like general health checkups. And I remember because I called because I was like, oh, I want an OB because, you know, I've just like gone to my general practitioner for like annual checkups, you know, for health and stuff. And when I called like clinic initially when I was not pregnant, they were like, yeah, it's like a six to nine month wait if you are not pregnant. So I think like that's part of it too. Again, your provider may see you right away. Maybe there's like no wait. Maybe your clinic's that you were attending, you know, can always see patients right on time. But for me, like, just like waiting, like, waiting to see my doctor um, sometimes takes quite a bit of time. Also, with the appointments, like, you also like this may not be a big deal for some people, but like the amount of blood work, I was like, not prepared for it. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. And I don't like getting my blood drawn. I never look, I can't even like get a flu shot, friends. So, hopefully, again, labor and delivery goes smoothly. And I just like bypass all those fears, but um, anyways, um, the amount of blood work, like sometimes, like it's funny because I feel like they're also short, short handed on like the phlebotomist, and so sometimes I have to go to the clinic across the street, and so yeah, it's like another thing that just like adds to the time. Another thing about pregnancy being a lot of work taking care of yourself and the baby is a lot of work. Like I think I've always been conscious about like staying active, eating well, but I feel like it's like heightened when you're pregnant because you're like, oh my God, what the baby, what I eat, the baby eats, how I feel the baby feels, what I do, the baby does. So it's like, just like being aware of like taking care of yourself and taking care of the baby is, is a lot of work. And for me, like, it was really important to prioritize movement, right? Because movement for me is like how I, you know, de-stress. And so doing yoga, walking, running. Um, I'm no longer running now, like in my last few weeks of, of pregnancy, but I ran for as long as I could. Um, and staying active was like very important to me. And so, um, yeah, I feel like, I'm glad that was like already a part of my routine, but it's still, I realized I was like, wow, like, It's a lot of work to like take care of yourself and the baby to make sure that like you have a smooth pregnancy. Lesson number three, friends, um, and I think this became like a lot more real during my pregnancy is that emotional energy is energy. So when you feel emotionally spent, like you just feel emotionally spent. And one of the things that I was not anticipating, um, and I've always heard this, is that like your hormones are going crazy during pregnancy right because again you're growing a baby and there's lots of different hormones pumping through you to you know create a safe stable environment for the baby and then yeah your body just goes through like a lot of a lot of changes and so I felt like I I probably was like the most emotional this last nine months than I've been in the last two three years um even with all the changes that's happened, Moving, pandemic, getting married—like there's been like a lot of like big life changes. But I think the last nine months has been pretty intense for me personally. And then also like one of the things that I we weren't anticipating, and I've talked about this on the podcast before, and I've mentioned it on Instagram stories, our dog Boone was diagnosed with thyroid cancer during my first trimester, and I was a straight up rack friends. I was like bawling in December, um, and then he's good now, but like. You know, we were like seeking tr- his treatment um, January, February, March. We literally were going back and forth between um, Western Washington and Eastern Washington to um, Washington State University's veterinary, veterinary hospital because it's the best one in the state. We were literally like driving back and forth across the state, which is a six hour drive um, for him to get surgery, for him to be get diagnosed we did his first round of radiation treatment. And then like in March, I was like, this is like too much because I'm also trying to like take care of me. I'm also trying to like take care of the baby. This is coinciding with my monthly appointments. And so for the last like three weeks of Boone's radiation treatment, like, we had to, we asked Brandon's parents if like they could take Boone to his appointments and um, they're both retired and they agreed and they were like, yeah, we can help out in that way. And I was so relieved, friends, because it was like, I obviously want to take care of Boone. I love him. He's literally like the light of my life. You know, you've probably seen him on stories. Um, but at the same time, like emotionally, I was like, oh my God, I'm already doing dealing with like, all these hormonal changes. I'm dealing with changes in my body. I'm trying to take care of this baby. I'm trying to keep my stress levels down, and also like trying to take care of our dog. And so now I feel like in my ninth month of pregnancy, I feel a lot better because you know Boone is stable. He finished his radiation treatment. Now we have like a a plan for him, and he's on like thyroid medication and things like that, and he's good, and he's. I would say, quote unquote, like back to normal. And so that has helped. But again, like emotionally, like I'm still going through all like the hormonal stuff. So I feel like I'm more of an emotional person. I cry a lot more easily. And I feel like I'm just trying to like be like kind to myself because yeah, the emotions, man, it's a lot of energy just to like, I don't know, go through them, experience them, recognize them, not shut them out. And so I'm just trying to take it, you know, day by day, week by week. All right, friends, so lesson number four, another lesson I have learned balancing pregnancy with content creation is to create space physically, emotionally, and spiritually. So as I'm entering this new chapter of life called motherhood, and as I've carried this baby the last nine months, it has been a massive transformation for me physically, emotionally, and spiritually. I did not realize I was gonna have like an existential crisis. I think I'm saying that word wrong. Um, especially in like my first and second trimester, I literally was like, oh my God, like up until this point, like, you know, I've, I've been my biggest concern. My career has been my number one thing. And like now I've, I've always wanted a family. I've always like wanted kids, but like now that it's real, like I was like questioning, you know, just like who I was, what was important to me, what did success mean? And so I realized like, I literally needed to create, create space for like the next chapter of my life and creating space for me, oh my gosh, especially like emotionally was like slowing down with my work, which was huge. Cause again, my career has been so important to me number 1 thing up until this point, right? But now I, for me it's like I want to prioritize family. This is something that I want and so like let me make create, create space for this. So what does this mean at this time? Can I like not deprioritize my career, but can I I, I know I'm going to come back to it. I know I'm going to, you know, be able to like build the next thing, do the next thing, but right now where my time and energy needs to be is like with this baby, growing this baby being healthy, starting my family. And so That was like a really big thing to create space emotionally. Um, Secondly, when you create space physically, I mean, I know people say this, they're literally like, hey, you know, when you start a family, have kids, babies don't really need much, but you still want to kind of like clear out, prepare your house. And ironically, I mean, no, not ironically, we did want to do home updates, like prior to the baby getting here. And I, it has been insane friends to like (laughs) clear our house out. (laughs) I'm glad we did it. I'm glad we did this like before the baby got here, but because we updated all the floors upstairs. So upstairs, um, tore out all the old carpet, new carpet in the, in the, in the rooms. We continued our LVT flooring in the stairs on the hallways. We're updating, um, the, Hall, hall bathroom. We also redid our stairs because our old stairs were not up to code for babies and kids. So kids, future baby, you know, the baby literally like when they're walking up and down the stairs could have fallen through the balusters. And so, um, decided to like update the stairs. It's been crazy to like do all these home renovation updates, like leading up to the baby. But at the same time I was like, we have to do this. And then at the same time we were also like just clearing out stuff that we didn't need anymore, clearing out clothes, shoes, things, accessories, like whatever that may be, just like creating space. Um, so yeah, now that like we're towards the end, um, of like the home renovation stuff, I feel a lot better. Like that our home does feel better for, or ready for the baby, um, nurseries done, you know, like we have our guest room completed that, you know, gotten rid of stuff that we don't need, it's, it feels much better. And then creating space spiritually, I feel like, gosh, this can go very many ways, like depending on like who you are, what you believe, what you practice. Um, I say I'm more spiritual than I am religious. I was raised Catholic. um, But spirituality to me is like, just like getting really clear about being connected to your intuition, to your source energy, to your soul, whatever you want to call it, that God force energy thing. And you know, that, that we all, well, I feel deeply connected to. And so for me creating space spiritually, like clarifying like what it is I want next, I think has really been an experience the last nine months. And it has like allowed me to realize that like, I'm gonna have everything I want. Like I I know it, I'm gonna have everything I want with my career, with family, relationships, home, all that stuff. But it's also like trusting that like, it unfolds when it needs to unfold and it unfolds when I allow it to unfold. And so, um, yeah, I feel like just like continuing to like be aligned and tuned with my intuition, being very clear about what I want next with my desires and like what's important has like helped me kind of create space and clarify like what I need next spiritually, which has like helped me in like all aspects of my life. And so I feel like when I got pregnant, in my first trimester, I feel like I was like such a mess, like career wise, not, not that I wasn't making money, not that I didn't have established platforms. Right. But it, it, I literally was like, oh my God, I can't even see the next step. And I realize now with career, it's not that I'm not going to have a great career or, you know, it's not that I'm not going to be able to do the things that I want to do. It's just at this like chapter of my life, this is, I'm not on that chapter, but it doesn't mean like I'm not going to have that chapter. And so um, that probably sounds like wild tear. Probably you're like, what are you saying, Emma? But um, at the same time, I feel like I've grown a lot spiritually in the last nine months. All right, friends. So I hope you enjoyed kind of these four lessons that I've learned, you know, balancing pregnancy with content creation. Hopefully it's giving you a little bit of a perspective. If you are currently pregnant, um, know that I am with you and I feel for you and, I, and I'm sure you're going through all these things, if not more. And then also, I hope that you know this gives you a little bit more perspective if you wanna have kids someday, especially if you are an influencer, content creator, an entrepreneur, right? Someone who's working for yourself. Um, it's a lot of work to be able to do both, to have kids, to be pregnant, to like balance your life and career. Just know that it is a lot of work. All right, friends, so let me know what you thought of this podcast episode on Instagram Stories. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate, review, and recommend the podcast to a friend. If we haven't connected on Instagram yet, you can find us at Emma's Edition and at The Creative Edition. Sign up for our email newsletter and join our Facebook group, and we'll see you guys next time.